And so I gave them a fortnight to move the cards. And then I started calling them up to see how they went. And I called the first one and they said, oh, so we had to sell them to the parents, did we? Uh, and I'm like, uh, yeah, that was the idea. Oh, well, we haven't done anything. We haven't done anything. We just let them sit on the counter and if somebody wanted to buy one, they could. And I said, well, no, you were going to put something in the news. Oh, that's right, we were, weren't we? Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Monty Homer. Now, Monty previously featured on episode 149 of Broken Bulbs, so if you like this one, make sure you check out that one as well. Now, Monty has built 13 successful businesses from scratch, and usually with no money down. Monty's latest venture, Copywriters International, was born in October of 2020. The rest is history. Several months on, Monty has 30 staff working for her, and she's staring down at total financial and time freedom. But she also invested $10,000 in an idea. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show. We all know that I like having recurring guests, but I've also started having guests on a bonus podcast called Bright Bulbs. It's a little bit more chill, a little bit more relaxed, and we have a lot of fun talking about silly ideas and creative projects we may or may not ever get into. If you want to access this special bonus podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams. That's W-I-L-L-I-A-M-N-S. Or just click the first link in the show notes. Thanks for your support. Now, enjoy the show. Monty Homer, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? Why not? All right. So let's talk about you getting a bunch of school principals onto your idea, but then you realized they might not have been the right decision makers to talk to. So tell us about the story. What was it and what happened? Okay. So I come up with this incredibly brilliant business idea. It wasn't new. I was basically emulating what I'd seen some other people do. They were door-to-door salesmen going around selling like these these reward cards kind of thing for mechanics, for restaurants, for all kinds of things. You might have had that in Canada too where you you pay $30 and you got $300 worth of discounts. And I came up with this idea of why not doing a school holiday discount card. And so there were several like moving parts to this. My first job was to obviously attract businesses who would like to feature on the card. And I didn't charge them to be on the card. I asked them to offer a discount. That was the thing. So discount for their services. So we had like one of the zoos on. We had a movie theatre, um, a boat hire, all kinds of different things, activities that kids could do in the school holidays. And I had something like, you know, 20 businesses on board. So that that included having to go out and meet and greet and, you know, talk about the card and really convince them that, you know, they wanted to be on the card rather than their competitors. And I had this this full card and I thought, right, the next step for this is to get the schools involved. And so I actually hired somebody to call every school in the local area and um, there was about 30 or 40 schools. It's a big area. And I was thrilled. I got them to ask to speak to the principal of the school, you know, the head honcho, the the CEO of the school. And I was thrilled with the result because I had 27 of the schools say absolutely they would love to take part. And what their job was is that I would deliver to them, I think it was something like 40 cards each. It was only 40 cards is all they got. 
and they would sell them to their parents for $30 each. And if I recall rightly, it was a very long time ago, but if I call, call rightly, they got $6 per card, I got $10 per card, whatever, you know, and it was like, um, it was great because it was a win-win for everybody. The school would win, I would win, and the parents would win because they would save up to $300 on these incredible deals that I'd, I'd broken for them. So it really was a win-win. So we got the businesses on board, we had the schools on board, and the next step was to get the cards printed. And with that many schools on board, it worked out that I got so many cards printed and the bill was $10,000, all right, to get these cards all made up and all beautiful. But that, that was fine because the income was coming because all they had to do was sell 40 cards, right? And that's not hard when you're going to save, you know, you're going to spend $30 to get $300. It wouldn't be a hard sell. Well, you'd think that anyway. And so I remember the day that I loaded up all these cards in my car and I went round to the schools and I met all the principals and I shook their hands and I explained the process of what they needed to do. And they all happily took their 40 cards and uh, everybody was happy and I thought, yeah, this is going to be an absolute winner. This is going to absolutely, you know, make really good money. And I, I was in for like, you know, to earn 30000 40000 from this. So this was looking pretty cool, this deal. And so I gave them a fortnight to move the cards. And then I started calling them up to see how they went. And I called the first one and they said, oh, so we had to sell them to the parents, did we? <laughs> uh, and I'm like, uh, yeah, that was the idea. Oh, well, we haven't done anything. We haven't done anything. We just let them sit on the counter and if somebody wanted to buy one, they could. And I said, well, no, you were going to put something in the news. Oh, that's right, we were, weren't we? <laughs> and, do you know, each school I run, I got a similar story. Every school I run in the whole list of schools and not one of them had done a thing. And here I was, all of a sudden, a week out of the school holidays, that they were only valid for that school holidays, okay? <laughs> I'm a week out of the school holidays and I've still got all the cards all the cards not one school actually did the right thing and sold their damn 40 cards <laughs> and a ten thousand dollar bill <laughs> holy cow what's so what did you do well what could i do i had a week left i i went to a you know a vet and stood at the door and tried to sell off these cards but i probably sold 10 of all you know it's like there was nothing more i could do that i just had to basically just pay the bill and cut my losses and move on. <laughs> wow. And uh, so now looking back on this experience, is there a way that you think you could have succeeded had you done it a little bit differently? What would you change now? There's just one thing I would have done, and that would have been making sure that I was speaking to the right person. Like the principal you would think would be the right person. However, there's a thing called the PNC, which is Parents and Citizens Association, and they're the people that organise the fundraisers. They're the people that do the fundraising for the school. If I'd spoken to the right people, I would have surely sold the cards. Yeah, I think so often we see one person and think they're they're the decision maker. But sometimes it's well, they're it's a lot more complicated than that. There there there's a lot um, there's a lot of people involved in making decisions like these, and. The principal wasn't even in charge of the in charge of the fundraising. They they thought, yeah, cool idea, we love it, but they didn't know what to do with it. 
No, exactly. And they had no intention of doing, you know, it's like, what, wait, you wanted us to do something. It's like, oh, I just, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now what kind of things do you do to make sure that you are getting in front of the right people? Well, I mean, obviously my business is different these days, so I do actually talk to the CEOs and the owners of the business, but it really was a big lesson to make sure that you are speaking to the correct people um, and make sure that they are 100% on board and completely understand what it is that you you require from them. I mean, even in my business today with my copywriting business, we send our clients an expectation form that they actually sign so that you know, it's completely defined, you know, what they're going to get and the time frame they're going to get that because you've got to have those clear expectations. You've got to, you know, make sure that everybody on board understands exactly how the game's going to be played. And of course, at the end of the day, you are communicating better. So why don't you tell us what it is that you're doing now and where it is we can find you as well as your ebook. Tell us about that too. Yes, yes. So um, I've been in business myself for 23 years now. Uh, In that time, I've created 13 businesses from scratch. So I'm kind of a bit of a guru when it comes to like creating like income streams and doing it the right way now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so now I own a company called Copywriters International and we help small to medium sized businesses get seen and heard, get some above the noise out there so that they get the like no trust thing happening. Uh, with their ideal client because without that people just simply aren't going to buy from you I mean why would they right I created a a book last year I just wrote it when the pandemic started because I could Um, I actually wrote it within 24 hours which you know a lot of people are quite amazed by but see I know this stuff I know it like the back of my hand so it just it just flowed out of me and so it went to number one international bestseller in the UK the USA and Australia And so, yeah, it's a nine-step blueprint just to help anybody who wants to start their own business or get an income stream. And, you know, there's steps in there that if you follow, then you'll be more successful than if you don't, basically. So, yeah, so, yeah. And you can get that from my website at www.copywritersinternational.com. Fantastic. And I'm going to have a link for it down in the show notes. So if people don't feel like typing you can just go into the show notes, click that, and it'll take you straight to the ebook and everything else that you do. So with that, I just want to say thank you once again for joining me. No worries. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening. Talk to the decision makers. Get set up to talk to the right people and set out clear expectations too. Special thank you to Moni for joining me and being willing to talk about her broken bulbs. Be sure to check out her work, which of course I've linked down in the show notes. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.